I'm Audrey Cooper, editor of the San Francisco Chronicle. This is a huge week for our newsroom and the Bay Area. We have a ton of reporters, columnists, and photographers in Miami watching as the Niners attempt to win another Super Bowl, this one against the Kansas City Chiefs. Ann Killian and Eric Branch are there for the pregame festivities, so I'm going to throw it to them to catch you up on the fun they're having. Here's Ann. I'm here with 49ers beat writer Eric Branch, and we are in beautiful Miami on a hump day of Super Bowl week. How you doing, Eric? How you holding up? <laughs> it's, it's been an experience so far. Uh, you know, we, to clarify for listeners, we are in actually Doral. That's true. <laughs> I was faking it. <laughs> but, uh, and no two things are close to each other this Super Bowl week, but we can start complaining about logistics in just a moment. So far, so good. I, I mean, it is uh, late January. It must be 75 degrees here today. Um, so the weather is definitely cooperating. And so far, it's been uneventful from you know team perspective. No major controversies or incidents so far. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because, you know, we've been around this team, you in particular, all uh, season and for the last three years. And if there's one thing Kyle Shanahan wants, it's routine and predictability for his players, what they're going to deal with, when he's going to put it in a game plan. They they stick to a really um, pretty strict schedule every week, and he tries to make each week as normal as the next. And, man, there is nothing normal about Super Bowl week, right? No, not at all. And I remember, you know, before, uh, you know, their first playoff week when they played the Vikings, uh, Shanahan came into his, um, you know, press conference at Levi's Stadium and said, wow, he hadn't seen a, a crowd like that since his introductory press conference. And it was a reminder that, you know, no national media has really followed the Niners, partly, you know, certainly for the first two seasons, I mean, the biggest news and the biggest media event was Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch being introduced. And then it was kind of like they, they've you know, fallen off the map um, and, until obviously this season. So, yeah, this is a team filled for the most part with players not used to this level of, you know, attention, scrutiny, right. <laughs> interviews, media hordes, craziness. Probably only Richard Sherman to a to a real extent because he thrives on it. And Emmanuel Sanders to a lesser extent because he's he's won a Super Bowl. But um, and of course, Jimmy Garoppolo has seen it up close with the Patriots madness. And I think it serves them, the ones who have seen it very well to have experienced it, because let's just talk about uh, Monday night when we got here. Um, We we went we got in Sunday night. We went to the media uh, center, which is at the Miami Beach Convention Center, to pick up our media credentials for the Super Bowl and then go to the media night, which is this big opening extravaganza when there's just thousands of credentialed media. The first funny thing we found out was that there were no media buses from the media center to media night. Um, logistics at this Super Bowl are different than they've ever been. Um, the NFL seems to be saying that... Um, you guys are on your own, man. Uh, do with it what you will, which is adding, of course, thousands of Ubers to the congestion of the Miami uh, throughways, which are already pretty bad. Um, but anyway, so we get there. The It's at Marlins Park. Baseball field um, is covered with podiums for players. 
thousands of media, some dressed in costume, some offering ballroom dance lessons, um, some with things they would like to give to the players and have autographed, which is they're not supposed to get anything autographed for themselves. But I mean, it's just like a circus compared to, you know, most of what these guys face most days are you and Matt Mayoko and Cam Inman and Matt Barrows. You know, asking questions about a game or strategy. They're not, you know, asking, hey, say hello to Mexico. So it's it's a really, um, and then they have to talk for a full hour. Right, right. Each, every player on media night um, is available for an entire hour. It's exhausting for them, I think. Yeah, and then, you know, the Chiefs, for example, got up early the next morning, uh, being Tuesday morning, and, and did it all over again, at least, you know, 10 of their players then talk for another hour straight. So it is completely messes with their routine. And of course, the most important thing, it messes with journalist routines. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's, it's very, um, you know, I'm, I'm not quite five feet tall and being in these media scrums, getting whacked on the head with cameras, having, having, you know, people's phones being reached over my head, um, it's, it's pretty crazy and it's not journalism. You know, you're not, you can occasionally get close enough to get your question asked and get a good, cause we all have to produce content all week long, but it's just, um, it's, it's really, it is a three ring circus for sure. Yeah, no doubt. And I, and I think, you know, we don't want to veer into the territory of, um, cynical and complaining, uh, reporters. But I mean, just to give people a, a, a sense, because, you know, when, you know, I know when I, I talk to uh, uh, friends or, you know, whatever, hey, oh, you get to go my Miami and cover the Super Bowl. And so I think, you know, it's like, wow, you know, what a, what a you know, kind of a, you're in the lap of luxury or, or whatever. You know, the, this is the big time. Um, and in some ways there are, you know, nice perks and things that go on. But just to give people a, a sense of Monday night. So once we were done um, with the interviews, you know, the Chiefs talked, then the 49ers talked, and then it was time to write. So because that, that's the idea, you know, you got to do the interviews, but, you know, our job is to produce the content to write the words. And so <laughs> you're like, okay, now what? Well, the media room um, was not a room. It was, you know, a concourse at Marlins Park, just set up um, plastic uh, folding tables and then after we got back there, after the interviews were over, after about 30 minutes, which actually is enough time for Anne to write actually a beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful column, but I am not as fast a, a writer as Anne. After 30 minutes, they started, you know, workers there began packing up the tables and the chairs. Quite loudly. <laughs> Quite loudly as if to say, it's time for you to go. And They didn't seem to realize they have a West Coast football team involved in the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> everyone who was, who was being shoved aside, were all, it was mostly all of us from the 49er group. Right. And then just to add... Um, and thought it was my deodorant, but it was, it was a very <laughs> na nauseating smell of gasoline. <laughs> well, nauseating smells are part of media of the of the media's uh, lot in life during uh, during Super Bowl week. It, it um, I've covered a lot of Olympics, and we always joke like about by day twelve with the international press corps, some of what, whom don't seem to own deodorant or care to wash their clothes. It's pretty um, it's pretty overwhelming the scent, and 
I felt that on day one of Super Bowl <laughs> week. I don't know what's going on with people, but it was not good. You're listening to the Chronicles sports team on the ground in Miami covering the Super Bowl. We'll be right back after this. So, yeah, I think it's I think they're doing their best. Like some some um, media members are like, oh, my gosh, the Chiefs today, the Chiefs were available at 9 a.m. The the 49ers are not going to be available until 6 p.m. There's a nine hour gap. And, you know, that's tough for people who are just trying to bang out the interviews and all of that. But um, Kyle wants to really keep it as normal a week and have a regular practice and all their meetings and all of that as much as he can during this week. So good luck with them. I mean, I think it's it's so smart that teams, and almost all teams do this. It isn't like Kyle invented this, but, you know, they pretended they were playing last Sunday. So they got really all their work in. And so um, if they have get tired or if they get distracted um, or if this is kind of overwhelming, at least the game plan is already installed. Right. You know, before you're right, before they left, you know, the game plan was installed, you know, as if they were going to play last Sunday. So, you know, obviously, as you know, that that was very intentional, just so, you know, their minds, you know, were somewhat at ease. And then the reason, you know, for example, they're going to be speaking so late um, uh, tonight is by that time, everything for the day will be done. They will have practice. They will have had, you know, all their meetings. So, you know, the last thing they have to do is the media stuff. And so they won't be distracted or, hey, what comes next? They just know this is the last thing I have to do. So they're, you know, Kyle and, you know, the staff is trying to make it as easy as possible to kind of navigate this. Now, for um, a lot of rookies, they've actually done, I think, a pretty good job. And I'm talking about both teams. You know, the, the Chiefs haven't been here either. Um, they have even fewer uh, people who have experienced a Super Bowl than um, than the 49ers do. So I I just have thought, you know, I've, I've kind of gone from podium to podium and, and hung around as you have with some of the big names and then, you know, some of the lesser names. And I think everyone's, um, and let's just, I mean, Mahomes is, you know, he's very comfortable in the spotlight, very professional. Um, and then, but... Our, our audience is mostly interested in the 49ers. I, I think they've been really, um, you know, patient <laughs> with yeah. being asked the same thing over and over again. Um, articulate, uh, good answers, thoughtful, not, um, you know, not getting baited into some of the problems that, that others in the past have gotten baited into in terms of, you know, saying something dumb or something controversial or something insulting to the other team. Um, you know, Jimmy got asked yesterday, do you always smile so much? But he does, you know, he, he sits at the podium and he smiles and he answers all the question and he doesn't roll his eyes, even though he's heard the same question like 7,000 times by now. So I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I've seen a few columns. Actually, it's funny. It was like, these guys are too nice. We need some, uh, <laughs> we need Super Bowl week. Why aren't they insulting each other? <laughs> we need Super Bowl week to be spiced up or at least have some grouchiness, you know, like, oh, we miss uh, Bill Belichick uh, harumphing at us. Um, but, uh, you know, I think those are, you know, I read two columns kind of along those same lines and they're, and they're more tongue in cheek. And it is an appreciation for, you know, these seem to be, you know, obviously painting with a broad brush, but, you know, these guys, you know, classy outfits. Uh, there has been kind of a, a mutual respect. You know, even Richard Sherman. You know, who knows what he'll say post game about what his pregame thoughts were. But publicly, 
you know, he's saying all the right things, you know, not, not um, creating any waves with like, hey, you know, no, I'm not a 31 year old guy who is going to get, you know, exposed by all these speedy wide receivers on the Chiefs and, you know, hey, Patrick Mahomes isn't all that. I, I don't know if Richard Sherman's thinking that. It, he well could be, uh, knowing Richard Sherman. Uh, but again, he's saying all the right things. You mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo. Those guys are, you know, tone setters. So, um, yeah, like I say, it doesn't provide for a whole lot of compelling storylines, at least for, you know, Super Bowl week. Hey, this guy said this. Um, but, you know, the game is the thing. And this could be, you know, a, a, one of the you know, shaping up to be a very compelling, intriguing, you know, great Super Bowl. Right. And, and competitive. I mean, well-matched oh, yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and um, so right now it's kind of like the midweek. Uh, we're going to have two more days of media sessions. Then they're, then then we don't see them again until after the game on Sunday. Um, all the fans will start to arrive probably starting Thursday night. Um, and it will, you know, South Beach um, and downtown uh, Coconut Grove, those areas will be really crowded and kind of crazy. It's Again, this is a super spread out um, Super Bowl. When we were the last time the 49ers were in the Super Bowl was in, you know, the place the Super Bowl, in my opinion, should be every year, New Orleans. But everything is so central. I mean, you could walk literally like two blocks from one team hotel to the next. All the fans were centrally located down near the French Quarter. Um, All the media was down there. Everything was so close. And this one... um, we're way out here in Doral, which is west of the airport. We're basically in the middle of the Everglades. Um, <laughs> well, not literally, but <laughs> close. And and uh, and then a, a lot of the media is uh, east of us, which is the airport, um, which is also you know you're not really in a in a crowd situation where people are gathering. Uh, the Forty ers are downtown. The Chiefs are way up near Fort Lauderdale, which we had the chance to go to. It's a very lovely bus ride. Um, the media center is in Miami Beach, which is uh, a 30-minute traffic-choked ride from downtown. Um, and that's where a lot of fans will want to be because there's a lot of parties out there. But it's really – it's a little odd. Um, everything, like the commissioner will speak downtown today instead of at the convention center. It's different than a lot of Super Bowls I've done in the past where – they have kind of had a, a a central media center, which is why it's called the media center, right? And then everything kind of revolves around that. This one is very fragmented. Yeah, just to give people a sense, just taking yesterday, uh, for example, you know, we woke up and, and got on a shuttle and took about an hour ride uh, to where the Chiefs are staying around Fort Lauderdale. And then right after that was over, we got back on a, a shuttle and took about a 45-minute uh, ride to where the 49ers are. And then I went and did, um, uh, the, the Fox analysts had their availability, and that was another shuttle ride to Miami Beach, which is about 45 minutes. And and so, you know, part of it is like, you know, what are you going to do? You know, that's just the way this is. This is not New Orleans where everything is, is compact and you get to everything. And it, sometimes it feels like a function of this is, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar business, but... Um, good luck, media. You're kind of on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we had a party. Um, you did not go, but there was a media party last night, which was another um, 40 minute shuttle ride away. It was down at the port. Um, I guess we were in a cruise ship terminal, and you know it was nice. Um, 
people, there was food, which was nice because that's something that, you know, we really don't get a lot of Super Bowl <laughs> week. There's, um, you know, there's no food on the shuttle buses um, and there's no food in an Uber if you can't get a shuttle and uh, there's no food at the press conferences. So we were, um, yeah, there were a lot of very uh, gratified uh, media members eating <laughs> last night. But um, anyway, enough about us. Uh, we're going to do another little podcast later in the week and we will talk actually much more about the 49ers team and the game but we want to give you a little taste of the Super Bowl experience yes and uh we we shall uh you know overcome any any obstacles (laughs) I I truly believe that (laughs) we're just gonna execute right we just say execute the game plan Eric right right unless gasoline fumes overwhelm us at some point I I think we're gonna be okay (laughs) okay signing off from Miami this is Ian Killian And Eric France, thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks to our team in Miami that's covering the Super Bowl. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode. And thank you for listening. Fifth and Mission is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. If you like this podcast, please consider becoming a financial supporter of the largest newsroom in Northern California. You can sign up for a San Francisco Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod.